They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally, that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Welcome back. Another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. Yes, sir. I know I dropped three podcasts all inside a week. That's pretty amazing for me. Lots to talk about, apparently. Uh, who knew? Anyway, uh, big shout out to any of you that sit there and spend the time to listen to the podcast. I definitely appreciate that. Do me a favor. Tell your friends about it. Okay? Subscribe to the podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it and uh, share it and follow it and all that fun stuff. Like it. I don't know. Just do what you're supposed to do. And uh, again, thank you for listening. Wanted to check in real quick. Some big things happening. I saw that Mark Cuban uh, announced that the Dallas Mavericks will not be playing the national anthem before uh, Mavericks games anymore. I guess I know he's getting some pushback from the NBA and I know there are people upset about this and I kind of feel like they're fake mad. Like people just looking for stuff to get mad about. Listen, that's his business. Okay. The Dallas, he owns the Dallas Mavericks. Like that's his team. So if he wants to not play the national anthem before the game, that's up to him. And I don't really see a problem with it. I know, like, sporting events started playing the national anthem uh, before games during World War II or just before. Like, we were at war. I'm pretty sure we were at war. I think it was World War II or maybe World War I where we decided that we were going to start playing the national anthem before games to kind of show, I guess, kind of show support for the troops or, you know, let them know that they were, you know, on our minds or whatever the case may be. But I don't really think at this point it's about showing support for the troops to play the national anthem before a, a professional sporting event. Uh, if you feel like that's like that's what's pushing you over the edge, like, oh, I'm not watching it anymore, well, then that's on you, okay? Especially the NBA. There are so many other reasons to not watch the NBA. Them not playing the national anthem before a game is not one of them. Think of it this way, and I think Cuban actually said this. When you go to work, or, you know, when that was a thing, um, do they play the national anthem before you start working? Seriously, they don't play it there. Oh, my God. Well, that means that your business, your office, your wherever it is that you work doesn't support the troops. I know that's there. There's the equivalent. See, and you're like, that's not true. But we support the troops. Oh, but you don't play the national anthem before you guys start your work day. So clearly you don't support the troops. And for those of you that might be listening to this to think that I don't support the troops, I would, uh, I would, I would challenge you to go back and listen to some of the podcasts that I've done with my friend Rich, who is currently in the army. Okay, my father served in the navy. My stepfather, may he rest in peace, served in the air force. My grandfathers, uh, one was in the army, the other was in the navy. I have a number of friends that have served this country. You ask them if I support the troops or not. Okay, this isn't about supporting the troops. This is about you being fake mad. That's what it is. It's dead ass. It's about you being fake mad. I don't care what your argument is. Go ahead. You can challenge me. I bring it on. Go ahead. DScottRadio at Yahoo.com. Fire it up. Shoot me the email. Not playing the national anthem before a sporting event does not mean that you do not support the troops. Okay? Uh, it's the same people that are mad that they're not going to play the national anthem before games that have a problem with athletes protesting during the national anthem. You don't support the troops because you took a knee and you did your your not your peaceful protest during the national anthem. You know how many uh, soldiers or veterans I've seen post 
They have every right to do what they're doing. Those are the rights that I fought for. Seriously. I know. So y'all need to get off your soapbox. Dead ass. You're fake mad. Stop looking for things to be offended by. And most of the people that are pissed off that the national anthem is not being played before a Dallas Maverick game or may not be played are the same people that sit there and call people snowflakes. And I know what you're thinking. You're listening right now and you're like, oh my God, I can't listen to this. He's a liberal. He's a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm dead middle. I call it like I see it. Okay, stop being fake mad about stuff. It's okay. It has no effect on anything. If the Mavericks decide that they're not going to play the national anthem before a basketball game. Yeah, I know. It doesn't mean they don't support the troops. I'm just telling you that right now. All right. So let's plow ahead. Let's move on. I want to get into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I want to lighten it up a little bit. And again, if you got something to say to me, I know I sounded like I was so intense when I was talking about that. But if you got something to say to me, you want to challenge me, go ahead. D Scott Radio, D S C O T T Radio at yahoo.com. Shoot me an email. I'll read it on the air. I got no problem with that. And I'll address your email. Anyway, let's move on. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. A ton of names on the ballad this year. It was absolutely insane. I was like, holy, excuse me, holy mackerel, look at all the people. Let me pull up the list of uh, nominees that are out there right now, and um, I'll give you some thoughts on that as soon as this thing loads. Of course, it's going super duper slow. Why wouldn't it go super duper slow? There we go. All right. Names that are on the uh, on the ballot for the 2021 class going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mary J. Blige, Kate Bush, Devo, Foo Fighters, The Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan, Carol King, Fela Cootie, Fela Cootie? Don't know who that is. Uh, LL Cool J, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, uh, Tina Turner, Dionne Warwick, and Todd Rundgren, who I believe is the guy that's saying, I don't want to work. I want to bang on the drum all day, I think. Let me uh, let me double check that real quick. T-O-D-D, Todd, what was his name? Oh, my goodness. Now I don't remember the guy's name, Todd. Hang on. Hang on. Where'd it go? Todd Rundgren. Okay. Todd, T-O-D-D, R-U-N-D, Todd Rundgren. And now that song is stuck in my head. I'm really not happy about that. Oh, is this what is that what he's saying? I wanna bang. Yep, bang on bang the drum all day. For those of you that work in radio or have worked in radio and have ever ever heard the five o'clock whistle, shout out Donnie Michaels, John Fox, uh, shout out Scott Shannon. Shout out any afternoon jock that's ever worked at Z one hundred in New York City and anyone else that's copied the five o'clock whistle, you know that song. Uh, so let's get back to it because I want to give you my thoughts on some of this stuff. Who I think should go in. And I saw people like Carol King. I don't even know why she's not in the hall yet. Uh, I'm surprised Tina Turner is not in. I saw people complaining about Dionne Warwick. Like, oh, she's not even rock and roll. And Mary J. Blige, they're not rock and roll. It's not the rock. It's not. That doesn't mean that they played rock and roll. It's not like there's just a music hall of fame. Okay? And the rock and roll hall of fame just spans the, the entire board when it comes to musicians and artists. So, um... I, I mean, for me, I think it would be epic to have Jay-Z and LL Cool J go in on the same at the same time because they had a classic beef when Jay-Z first came out. So I think that would just be comical, although I think they have squashed it. Um, definitely think Foo Fighters need to get in. Um, like I said, Carol King should probably already be in there. But for me, 
Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's. Like, why are they not in? Like, come on. So I'm saying, like, I don't even know how many they would take. Foo Fighters, Go-Go's, Jay-Z, LL Cool J. LL Cool J and Jay-Z, to me, are first ballot Hall of Famers. Like, the first time their names come up, they should be in considering just how long their longevity, what they've done for hip-hop and and rap music in general. Uh, Jay-Z is an amazing businessman. LL Cool J has done a ton of stuff, but he was one of those pioneers in rap music as well that really crossed over and and put rap on the map more so than it already was. Was. So, uh, Foo Fighters, Jay-Z, LL Cool J, Go-Go's. I don't think Devo gets in first crack. That's, so, those are those are my thoughts. And, you know, like I said, you people need to calm down with it. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, these people aren't even rock and roll. Like I said, it's for music. It's for musicians. It's for artists. If there was just a, you know, a rap Hall of Fame that held the same weight as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame did, or an R&B Hall of Fame, or a Jazz Hall of Fame. No, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it ju- it covers everybody that's put out music and has had an impact on the music business, okay? That's what that is, like for real. Again, if you want to send me your picks for the Hall of Fame, who you think should get in, dscottradio at yahoo.com, dscottradio at yahoo.com. I'm all about you sending me emails, all right? I would love to get some feedback to anyone that listens to this. And uh, so so that's my thoughts on that. And, and, and I wanted to touch on one thing real quick here, too, because I've been paying a lot of attention on TikTok now. I don't post that much content on TikTok, though I, I need to start doing a little bit more. I did post something that got over 4,000 views, which for me is a lot. Like, you might be listening to that and I'll be like, well, I know people that have gotten like 10 million views in it. Yeah, well, for, over 4,000 for me is pretty big. And it was literally just me getting a water out of a vending machine. I hashtagged it with thirst trap and that was it. And it like 4,000 views, highest viewed video I've ever posted. Uh, But the one thing I did notice quite a bit of happening right now, and I'm starting to follow some of these, and I've noticed the hashtag too is the uh, dads of TikTok, which I think is dope considering I am a single dad. Um, Don't get me wrong. There is co-parenting involved in my life with both of my children, but I'm a single dad. So I know exactly, and, and just dads in general, you don't have to be a single dad to go through some stuff. Um, but I see a lot of dads, you know, putting their feelings out there and, and showing, especially some of the single dads with the videos I've seen, like, this is what the world sees. And it's the dad, like waving to his kids when they leave. Right. And after they go, it's the dad down on his knees or squatting and, and hand, you know, his face got his head in his hands and he's crying. I don't think anyone really understands how difficult that really, really is when you have an immense love for your children and wish that you could spend more time with them and they, they're only with you for a limited amount of time, okay? And I understand that, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, okay? I have a great relationship with my youngest daughter's mother, all right? I have a great relationship with her. We co-parent well. Uh, we have no problems whatsoever. If I wanted my daughter to come over on any given day, she would come over. There would be no issues whatsoever. So I'm not necessarily speaking for me, although it is difficult for, at least for me, it's difficult from time to time when the kids aren't there, especially when the kids were around a while and then things went left and now they're not around all that much. So it can definitely be hard. So I feel for some of these dads on TikTok and I think I'm going to start posting some content for the dads on TikTok to, uh, to let them know that we got their back. We got their six. And I know that there's a, a dad lives matters TikTok out there as well. And uh, I think it's awesome. You know, dads are supposed to be the one that's always strong. That's always tough. That can't cry. That can't be sad. That can't be depressed where, you know what? That's just nonsense. Like dads, 
if there's any dads listening and you're feeling some type of way and you ever want to talk, uh, hit me up. You know the email. I've mentioned it, dscottradio at yahoo.com. I will give you my personal contact information, and we can chat. All right. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to cry. You have to, you got to let that out. So I love seeing the movement on TikTok is really what it's all about because I sit there and I watch those videos and I feel so bad for these guys and their world is turned on their, you know, turned upside down because maybe some of them are just starting to go through this stuff and it gets easier, but it doesn't ever go away. The pain never goes away when the kid leaves. I'll tell you that right now. Um, And I know I gave some examples and it was with my youngest my oldest daughter and her mother, that relationship is uh, is just not for me to talk about on the podcast all that much. It's just not that good, okay? And uh, it's, it's unfortunate, but there are things that have been said and done that I will not forgive, and uh, I'm sorry. You know, or, well, no. No, I won't forgive. I will not forgive. I will move on, and I'll move past and, you know, be the bigger person, but I'm not going to forgive what was done, so... And I know you're supposed to. I understand that. For healing purposes, you're supposed to. I don't want to I don't want to forgive. Okay? Or maybe I should forgive and not forget. Whatever it is. Maybe I'm just salty about it. It is what it is. Um, so that's that, you know. And and again, if there's a dad listening and uh you're going through it, just know that you're not alone. Like for real, you are not alone. And I understand completely how much you love your kids. I, I really, really do. I, you, I mean, it, it is a hard thing to understand, and I know the moms get a lot of credit, and I am not knocking the moms whatsoever, but I'm not a mom. I'm a dad, and I, I'm, duh. And I am a father. I'm a single father, and I have two daughters that don't live with me. They live with their, uh, their mothers. They're separate mothers. They have two different, I got, yeah, I got two baby mamas, okay? So, they live with their moms and well, they, they split. Well, my, my oldest lives with her mother. I see her once in a while. My youngest splits time kind of sort of between me and her mother's house. Uh, very involved in both of their lives, but I understand it's lonely and it, and it's hard to say because it's like, you know, you always have that, um, the mother's love and how much mothers love their children and everything is about the mom and the dads are there and they're just there, you know, and it's always, you know, we can go back to the, to the jokes of, you know, hi mom. Like, you know, when, when somebody scores a touchdown and stuff like that, and it's all about the mom, but, and I don't, I don't want to say the dads get forgotten, but the dads are, they're busting their ass too. I feel like dads are, um, kind of underrated for real. I, I kind of feel like dads are underrated. I think I'm kind of all over the place right now in my thought process and what I'm talking about. But, you know, if you're if you're, a, you know, a steady listener of this, then you definitely get that. But uh, I do. I feel like dads are underrated. Not all the time and not in every. Obviously, you have your specific situations. I'm saying like in, in general, uh, society wise, we overlook the dads, especially the good dads, because they're kind of few and far between. You know, you always hear about the deadbeat dads and the ones that left and stuff like that. I want to talk about the ones that stuck around. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to do that on, uh, on TikTok, start making some content about that. And uh, if you're on TikTok and, uh, would like to follow me, I would greatly appreciate it. It's at D Scott radio. That's my TikTok. Uh, so there you go. There's, there's some of the thoughts from inside the mind of D Scott. So as always like it, share it, subscribe to it, tell your friends about it. And uh, thank you for listening. And again, you want to talk about anything, you want to fire off an email to me and uh, yell at me, tell me I'm an idiot, whatever the case may be. 
It's dscott, D-S-C-O-T-T, radio, at yahoo.com. You do that, I'll read your emails on the air or on the, on the podcast. i got no problem with that. And I'll give you my response, all right? Talk to you next week.